Welcome to the Enchanted Ears Podcast, where we discuss anything and everything Disney. I'm Angela. And I'm Joe. And on today's episode, we're going to be discussing our picks for the best places to stay down at Walt Disney World. So if you're planning a trip this year and you have no idea where to stay because there's way too many hotels, way too many options, we're going to help narrow it down a little bit. We shall guide you. Let us be your wayfinders We will be your Rafiki. Okay, there you go. All right, but before we get into that, I want to cover some Disney news. A little bit of foreshadowing with that Rafiki, but we'll get to that in a second on the news. I want to start with a new tour that's coming to Disneyland, which I'm very excited about. I love Disney tours, and we're going to Disneyland this summer, so I'm going to try to take this tour, but it's the Disney 100 Celebration Tour. And so uh, it's a walking tour through Disneyland and Disney California Adventure Park. Some of the cool things that you get with this, which makes it a little bit interesting, is you get to have an opportunity to chat with an animator and take part in a unique drawing experience at the Animation Academy, which we're big fans of the Animation Academy. Absolutely. Maybe the animator is going to walk you through it. Maybe he can help me, he or she, they can help me draw better because I'm very bad at the Animation Academy. <laughs> I but was going to say, I'm, I'm usually really good at it unless it's a person. If it's a human, then I'm Yes, terrible. you're very good with the animals. Yeah. In it. Yeah. I'm... I mean, very good. And by very good, I mean like... You know, a good, I would, a, I would a talented say child. Quality. I would say your Disney quality. Disney quality. Oh I my would gosh, say your please quality. don't insult Disney that way. Maybe like they're gonna like, come after you like now rough for saying sketches. that. Like you could be like a rough sketch person. I'm like the, you know, in art school, like the what not to draw. Like this is <laughs> this is this is what not to do. You're you're definitely closer to to what to do. But but so that's one of the things. Uh, you also get a picture in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. You get a commemorative pin. Love pins. I'm all for that. Oh my goodness. Side, aside, quick aside, bought a purse that's a, it's a, um, May May as the red panda. Um, it's like a lounge fly, but it's not. And it's a, it's a pin displayer. I just put the pins in it the other day. Cause I, I got motivated. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. Looks Cause good. finally, it pops. It pops. finally a way to d- display all these pins that we've been collecting for years. Yeah. It pops. So we get a pin with this and you also get reserved viewing to the magic happens parade of uh, the day of your tour. So pretty exciting. Definitely want to try uh, to do this whenever we go there this summer. Uh, the other news, which I'm kind of surprised about because it is on the story living community that they're building out in California. And I'm kind of surprised because I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a thing. And <laughs> I'm surprised they're still moving forward with it. Um, but it sounds like they are. But they announced that the clubhouse area, so it's called the Artisan Club, and it's not included. So if you if you buy a house or however this is going to work to live out there, you do not get access to this club automatically. It's an additional membership that you have to pay for. So it's an upcharge. Uh, over the upcharge, but they announced that it's going to be modeled after the Par House from Incredibles 2. So it looks pretty cool. It's neat that it's going to be Incredibles, Incredibles themed. It's a way to tie into Disney. I'm very excited because it's uh, it's a beachfront clubhouse, which, okay, you know, beachfront, they're going to have a nice lagoon, but they're going to have pickleball courts. Uh, and I love pickleball. Yeah, it's it looks really cool. But again, if you're paying that much to live in this community, should you really have to pay? Yeah, you can't even use the clubhouse. Yeah, to belong to the clubhouse. Yeah, but it, it looks cool. I, I do like the theme, so I think this is interesting. This is probably like the first set of details we've gotten since they announced they were doing this. Geez, I want to say a year ago. That's why it's kind of like, oh, we haven't heard about this in a while. Um, but it, it's interesting, and I think it, it's cool because the house from The Incredibles is um, 
is a really cool design, and I think that's a, a, a cool way to bring in Disney feel for it without being like Over. overtly Disney. Yeah, so I think if that's kind of the vibe they're going for, um, I think this will be be pretty cool. Yeah, it looks really interesting, and again, I don't know. I, I, I would love to live in this community, but I don't have the millions of dollars it would probably take to live there. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see the pricing. I also don't know that I'd want to live in California. I feel like if they yeah. do this at Walt Disney World... Um, or somewhere down in Florida, I think that makes more sense because you're at least close to a Disney park. I don't know that I want to be... And Florida, I feel like, is well, better. I mean, like, I don't want to Calif- live in a where desert. Where in California? I think it's up outside by, like, Palm Springs. So you're close to Disneyland, but you're still probably, like, a few hours away. I, I don't know. I don't know that I want to live in the desert of California. Well, yeah, with, like, water shortages and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I agree. So the last piece uh, of Disney news, and this is a rumor. We don't typically talk about rumors too much, but I had to talk about this one. because I, I, I don't even want to talk about this because I don't want to get my hopes because up. Because the rumor is that in Disneyland Paris, they're doing an expansion there. They opened Avengers Campus. That was the first land. They're also doing a Frozen Land. And the original plan was for a Galaxy's Edge. The rumors have been that that Galaxy's Edge has been canceled. It's not been in the promotional material. They have not talked about it. So the rumor coming out now is that they are going to build a Lion King land with a brand new Lion King e-ticket boat ride attraction. Okay, so hot takes. One, this would fit in really well in Disneyland Paris because, again, just like when you go to Japan and it's all Duffy-centric, like you see tons of Duffy everywhere, when you go to Disneyland Paris, the character that stands out is Simba. Like, it's very surprising how he, he even has his own store. So, it makes sense. Like, and there's a show. So I'm guessing that he's really popular there. Yeah. So that's and what, when I heard this, I sent it to you immediately and you're just like, stop. No, like don't yeah. get my hopes up. I'm so excited, but it does. It makes, it makes sense there because like you said, Simba and the Lion King seem to be very, very popular in Paris. So if they really are canceling Galaxy's Edge, they're going to need a new land to replace it. It makes sense that it would be the Lion King. Apparently, the rumor goes mid-April. We're going to get an announcement yeah, on this. Yeah, I think this. it was April 12th because it's my sister's birthday. Yeah. Bob Iger and Josh Damaro were just out in Disneyland Paris looking at the construction. So things do seem to line up that this makes sense. This could be something real here. Again, I just wanted to bring it up because, Angela, you love the Lion King so much. Yes. And I, I, I had to mention it. Yes. But I will say... I- I get it. Like Lion has Lion King has so many great songs, and so like a boat ride is it fits. But I man, that coaster escape from Elephant Graveyard that is that to me is the best ride that Disney could come up with. Is Escape from Elephant Graveyard. You just do a whole bunch of like theming around Elephant Graveyard and Simba and Nala trying to escape. It is fantastic. So I don't know. April 12th, maybe my Escape from Elephant Graveyard coaster will be announced yeah, along the, with the land. The rumor is that it's a boat ride. I kind of see it as almost like a, a Frozen Ever After. Like things they've done with the other boat rides yeah. where basically you're going to go through the movie, which I think would be really good because be good. great songs. You can have some really great animatronics. Disney does boat rides really well. So I see that it's more family friendly versus like a coaster or something like that. So, But I think if this really does turn out to be true, uh, one, I think it's great because love the Lion King with you. I think it would be great to have the Lion King in the parks. But two, 
if it does well in Paris, you know they're going to want to bring it other places. Like like how they've brought Tron to Magic Kingdom and how there's yeah. already rumors that Zootopia, once it opens in Shanghai, it's only a few years until it comes stateside. So I think you could see the same thing with The Lion King, which would be a huge positive. And would fit in really nicely in Animal Kingdom. Just saying. Exactly. For our main topic this week, we are going to discuss the best places to stay at Walt Disney World. And I think when you're thinking about where are you going to stay for your next trip, there's a couple of things you have to consider. So you obviously have to consider the price point. I think that's probably the most important thing to think about is how much do you want to spend on a hotel, especially at a place like Disney World where you can have very drastically different price ranges. So you have everything from value up to deluxe and those can be very different in price range but you get different amenities and there's different pluses and minuses with all of those so i think price is obviously the first point you want to consider i think you know how many people are in your party because that kind of plays into it of whether you're going to need multiple rooms maybe it is cheaper to look at something like a suite at art of animation or uh, even like a dvc villa um, even if you're not DVC, you can stay at those. What parks you want to go to the most? Because like real estate, Disney Hotel, it's all about location. So you know, <laughs> location, what, location, location. Exactly. And then really, how much time are you going to spend at the hotel? Because if you're not going to spend a lot of time at the hotel, then and it probably doesn't matter. Stay somewhere cheap. Exactly. Price is is the biggest thing. So kind of looking at all of those and talking about like what we think are the best options in terms of each of those categories. And then that way you can kind of pick, all right, price is important, location's important, kind of where does that Venn diagram come together to find the perfect hotel for me? Ooh, I feel like you should make a Venn diagram for this. That would actually be kind of pleasing, I think. A hotel Venn diagram. Yes. Have you ever seen the... The, the companies that Disney owns? Is that what you're about to bring up? No, I wasn't going to bring that one up, but that one's pretty crazy. Yeah, it no, is. No, I was, I was bringing up the... Um, like if you like major cities like New York, places that have like subway systems, they have maps to their subway. Have you ever seen the one for Disney of like all the bus and transportation routes? That's pretty no. interesting to look at. It's chaotic, uh, but yet somewhat pleasing at the same time because there's I mean, you got to figure every resort has bus routes to every park and to Disney Springs and everything. Like there's there's a ton of routes. Yeah, I've there. never seen that. Where where did you run across this one? Somewhere on the internet. I don't know. So, some uh, somebody with too much time on their hands, I feel like made it in the same way that somebody with too much time on their hands made that Mickey Mouse diagram of all the companies Disney owns because there's like hundreds of them in there. Uh, somebody mm-hmm. did the same thing with the transportation. All right, so starting with price here. So based on price what is the best resort to stay at at Walt Disney World? And again, it depends on how much you want to spend. So for people who may not be familiar with how Disney World works, there are three categories of price They're options. Like tiered. Those tiers are value, moderate, and deluxe. Right. And they can vary pretty widely. So value I'd say so. is obviously the lower end. Um, and that's going to be like your all-stars, but also Pop Century, Art of Animation are all considered value. And looking at the, like the rack rates. And so those are the undiscounted nightly rates for the hotels. So actually mousesavers.com publishes what the rates are. So these are probably higher than what you're going to spend some days because obviously there is different seasons uh, time to go. So the price fluctuates throughout the year. And then obviously if Disney's running a special, like a 25% off your room, something like that, it can fluctuate. But the all-star resort for 
instance, is around $150 to $200 per night. So that's kind of like the cheapest hotel you're going to get. And even at that price, you're at around, like, like I said, like $150, $200 undiscounted. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really quite expensive if you really think about it per night. And then the all-star hotels, I know that in the past I've stayed in them. We haven't stayed in them in a while. I think we stayed a few visits back, like maybe several visits back. We ended up staying in a, a, a all-star hotel. And the interesting thing about that was the way that I had remembered it was that it was kind of a mess for busing. Like there was a lot of buses um, like not a lot of buses that came. There well, was a all high share, volume. They all share the bus stop. It's right. one bus stops at all three all-star resorts. So if you're the third resort that picks up, and I don't remember what order it is, there's a lot of times where the bus is full by the time it gets to you because it's gone to two other hotels. Okay, so my guess, and again, this is completely unresearched, but my guess is that it was sports because I'm pretty sure when I went down for the soccer tournament, we stayed in the sports one and I just remember that being kind of chaotic. Sometimes we couldn't take the bus and I felt like very frustrated because I felt like I couldn't really get to the parks very quickly and I felt like there weren't enough of them. But then when we stayed, I can't remember if we stayed in music. I think we stayed at movies last or movies. time. movies. I feel like, I think when we stayed at that one, we actually were pretty, we ended up being pretty good. Um, we were one of the, I think the first to be picked up and one of the first to be lot, like dropped off. So that ended up being really nice and the room quality was actually better than Art of Animation, which is at the high end of these value hotels. Well, I was going to say, I think that's what's interesting is as they've redone the rooms, they're all very similar now. So the the rooms, as they redo them and update them at yeah. the All-Star, are basically the exact same room over at Pop Century. And I think mm -hmm. what you're referring to, to Art of Animation is the Little Mermaid rooms. Yeah, they which, were pretty Yeah, aren't old. as nice because they're not as new as like what they're doing over at Pop Century or the All-Stars. I'm sure they're going to start renovating those. But something like the suites, the Lion King suites over those Art of Animation. Those are so nice. Those are really nice, but obviously those are going to be a lot more expensive. But there are other reasons why you'd want to stay at Art of Animation, which we'll get into. Yeah, so so the All-Star, so that is an interesting point of it's it's cheaper than Pop Century because Pop Century is going to run you to the low, mid-200s, but they have the same rooms. If you get the new rooms yep. at the All-Stars, it's the same rooms over at Pop Century. Now, again, there's different pros with like the Skyliner and things like that over at Pop Century, again, if, if that doesn't matter, it's not like you're going to get a worse room staying at the All-Stars because you're paying maybe $50, $100 less a night. Yeah, I think that the two, so the two advantages, since we're kind of there already, the two advantages of staying at Art of Animation and Pop Century over staying at the All-Star Resorts, that the ones that I'm thinking of at least, are that you have, there's like a nice running trail and you can go around, I can't remember what the name of that lake is, is it? Hourglass Lake. Hourglass Lake. So there's a really nice trail that has Disney facts the whole way around. And I can't remember if it's like a mile or three quarters of a mile around. So that was, that's a really cool little place to kind of hang out and run around if you are training for something but that's one of the advantages and then the other advantage is if you're over at art of animation they have the pool where uh the blue pool where there's there's music underneath the water yeah i definitely think pop century art of animation is probably your best options in the value again even though they're a little bit more expensive and also if you're have a larger group the suites at Art of Animation may make sense. Now, obviously, that's going to be even more. Those are probably three, $400 a night. But they're you can really, get up to like six people in They're there. really nicely themed. Like we actually got, we got upgraded one time when we went and we were supposed to just be, I think, in the Little Mermaid suites and they upgraded us to a family suite, just the two of us. 
and they were so nice. Like everything inside was really themed to the Lion King. There was a really cool pull down bed. So we, I, I really enjoyed those suites. So if you have a group, yeah, and I think that's a, that, and especially if they like the Lion King, like I do. Yeah, and I think that's a cheaper option than again, like staying at a deluxe right. and getting like a multi bedroom villa. So moving up into the moderates, if you're looking at that, those price ranges are around three hundred dollars a night. So like Coronado Springs, which is a moderate, is around three hundred dollars a night, and then you really jump up once you start getting into the deluxe resorts where beach club is around 650 to 700 dollars a night so there's even a pretty big range here within deluxe because you're at 650 i wish i was drinking water just now so i could spit take the water when you said that number but then if you're staying at a place like the grand floridian which is kind of even on the upper end of deluxe you're at eight to nine hundred dollars a night and again those are the the rack rates like the pre-discounted rates so you're anywhere between 150 to 900 dollars a night depending on if you're staying at a value or a deluxe but again even within the deluxe there is a few hundred dollars worth of variation so depending on what your budget is the best hotels in the category like i said i think we talked about in the value resorts like you mentioned all the reasons for Art of Animation and Pop Century. You have Skyliner Access. You have the Running Trail. I do think uh, it is a little bit easier in terms of transportation because you don't have three resorts that all the buses are servicing. Plus, with the Skyliner, you only need to take buses to two parks, really. Um, and with Art of Animation, you have the Great Pool there, the Blue Pool, which is, I think it's the biggest. Um, I, I don't know if the one at the Beach Club is bigger, but if not, it's like one of the top two uh, biggest pools on property. So I think those are better options. I think if you can afford the $50 plus extra a night to stay at one of those, I would suggest that over the all-stars. Yeah, I completely agree. I've always enjoyed staying at Art of Animation or Pop Century. I like the theming of Art of Animation better than Pop Century, but they're essentially the same hotel. Um, I think that the like the little cafe that they have in there is is pretty nice. And just in general, I like the characters and how prominent the characters are around the hotel. So that one's definitely my preference. And I love the Skyliner. I think the Skyliner is another ride. But I will say, like as somebody who kind of has like I'm not afraid of heights anymore but I definitely am a little heights averse I think that that's something if that's kind of giving you pause and you haven't ridden the Skyliner kind of go on it a time or two and honestly that kind of wears off and now I'm just so completely in awe yeah, I the love Skyliner it. is great it's a lot of fun and it is nice that again those are the only value resorts that have it but I'm with you as long as it's not windy <laughs> and like swinging yeah. but they they turn it off whenever it's really windy but yeah these the skyliner is an attraction in and of itself all right so moving up into the moderate resorts there's not as many moderate resorts here caribbean beach is one that i would avoid and this is because i had a really bad experience there in terms of transportation so much like you talked about the all-star resorts where it can sometimes be a struggle on the bus i found it very frustrating staying at caribbean beach because it is such a large resort and it is so expansive. It has an internal busing system. So um, whenever you're waiting to go to the parks, there are internal buses that come around. And so you think, oh, hey, this is the bus for the park. Um, but it's not. It's just a bus to move around the resort. So I found it, it took a while to get a bus. The other thing is the food options and everything like that are all centralized on one of the islands. And if you are at one of the islands that's not close to that and you can't walk, then you're taking a bus just to get up and to go to breakfast or to go back to the lobby. 
And I found that really frustrating. Again, that it's just it's so expansive. The fact that you have to take an internal bus, it makes it uh, take so much longer to go anywhere, even just in with the resort itself. Um, so I would definitely avoid that one. I will say I think probably the best option here is Coronado Springs, which has the same downside as it has an internal bus as <laughs> well because it's pretty big. But that only has three stops. Um, and I think there's like four or five stops at Caribbean Beach. But I think Coronado Springs has other amenities that make it worth it, uh, even for again, having to potentially deal with that internal bus issue because they have a lot of restaurant options. They have a Spanish-inspired cuisine at Toledo. They have the Barcelona Lounge. They have Three Bridges Bar and Grill. They have a a fitness center. They have a pool with a, a giant Mayan pyramid in it. So I think overall, it's a much nicer resort than Caribbean Beach. So I think For the moderate, again, even though it's larger, you kind of have some similar issues. I think Coronado Springs is your best bet there. Yeah, definitely. I think I've caught a view of that Mayan pool, like the, and it's really cool looking. Um, So I definitely would love to check that out. And I think that, I mean, all the restaurant options sound really fun. I don't know if this is a place that I would maybe visit to go and just eat because, you know, it sounds like it's pretty complicated to move around and stuff, but I, I think that it's a it's a cool cool resort. Yeah, I mean, Coronado Springs is not a resort we've had the chance to stay at, but I will say kind of researching this episode, seeing all the amenities that it has, the pool, all of the restaurants. I mean, I only named a couple. There are more restaurants than what I just named, and I think it's because they have the new tower that they recently built there, the Grand Destino Tower. Mm -hmm. So I think that adds, you know, there's probably a couple restaurants in there. That's where the fitness center is and everything. So I think that adds to it. But but yeah, researching, I'm like, wow, Coronado Springs sounds really nice. Yeah. Like, I'd like to stay there sometimes. So like sometime when we go, you know what? Um, I think we should take one staying. for the team and, and, and just, just go and, and book, stay there and book another Disney world trip because we were just talking about this today in the car and I'm still sad that we don't have one on the books. So moving on to the deluxe category and this is the most expensive category. And it has a huge price range too. Right. And I think with the deluxe, I don't know that you can necessarily go wrong with any of them. I think it's really going to come down to if you can afford the deluxe. And again, maybe the only consideration is, again, you don't want to pay Grand Floridian prices at <laughs> yeah. the you know eight to $900 a night. But typically, the Polynesian, the Beach and Yacht Club, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Contemporary, they're all roughly around that $650, $700 per night. So it's not like you're going to save a ton of money or there's going to be a a ton of variation in price. So I think it really comes down to if you're staying at the deluxe, they all have a lot of amenities. It's going to come down to more some of the other things we're talking about of what's what parks you want to go to. You know, maybe amenities, maybe one you think has a little bit nicer of a pool or or the the restaurant options. Yep. Like if you're not into Polynesian themed food, you might not want to stay at the Polynesian. You know, right. Animal Kingdom Lodge might be a great option because they have a lot of great restaurant options. Some of the uh, highest rated options with Sanaa and Jico, Boma. So you may want to stay at uh, someplace like that. But I think the the big thing is if you do want to stay at a deluxe resort and you don't want to stay 
uh, pay the deluxe prices is you may want to look to rent DVC points. Now, there's a lot of websites out there that you can rent DVC points through. We've not used any of them, so I don't want to like name any names or recommend any of them, not having used them personally, but you could do your research on it. But the cost per point is around $21 to $22 to rent. So for instance, like when we stayed at the Polynesian, which we are DVC at, so we didn't have to rent the points or anything, mm-hmm. but we stay there for marathon weekend. So it costs us 91 points for five nights on marathon weekend. So if you rented that, it would be around $2,000. But if you paid the rack rate of you know 600 plus dollars or so, it's going to be about $3,000. So you're going to save yourself about $1,000 renting points. So again, that's just kind of an option for mm-hmm. someone that Maybe wants to stay at a deluxe resort, maybe, you know, would love to stay at Grand Floridian, would love to stay at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Um, But again, it is very cost prohibitive. Look at something like running DVC points. So another thing you might want to take into consideration is location. So for example, when we were going down for marathon weekend, we knew that the poly was a really good fit for us because we wanted to be on the monorail and we knew that that transportation was an option. That as a form of, of transportation was an option. So we were able to take that and it made, um, it gave us maybe an extra few seconds in the morning well, it made it when easier we to had get to, to get the up. races. Yeah. It made it easier to get to the races because you could take the monorail to there. So yeah, I mean, looking at the location and again, this is kind of taking price out of it. So kind of what we were just talking about with deluxe. Like if you're staying at the deluxe, price probably isn't an option. It's boiling down to what location do you want to stay at? What parks are you going to go to the most? And so it it comes down to, yeah, are you going to be at like an Epcot Hollywood Studios? And if you're going to stay there, you have a couple good options. Like the Beach and Yacht Club is a great option. That has uh, a really nice pool. It has the, you know, sand in the pool, like it's at the beach. Plus you have a lot of great, Uh, food options there. And you're also along the boardwalk. So there's nightlife, but then you can also walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, or you can take the boat to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So that is uh, a great option there. And I feel like, you know, something that we haven't had a chance to do yet is to let our location kind of dictate our experience. So for example, we've never stayed over there. Um, and we also haven't spent a whole lot of time over on the boardwalk and doing the different things over there. So I would be really interested in like going and staying at the Beach and Yacht Club and then spending a night. Maybe we don't we spend a day where we don't go to the parks at all and we just go around. We spend some time at the pool and then at night we go out. Uh, we take an afternoon nap before we go out. I, that sounds like, you know, really fun to me. Definitely. And you have like the mini golf over that way as well. So you can walk uh, to the mini golf courses. Um, another option that's over there is the Swan and Dolphin. Now that's not technically owned by Disney, but those are other good hotel options. So I'm not sure price-wise where that falls. I think that's probably going to be around a moderate pricing, but that doesn't follow like, you know, it's not a value moderate deluxe because it's not technically Disney owned, but they have great restaurants there. Again, it's right along the boardwalk. So you kind of get the same benefit of Beach and Yacht Club. But again, it might be a little bit cheaper. Um, and just because it's not owned by Disney doesn't mean you miss out on things like Disney transportation. There's still buses. There's still mm-hmm. that sort of stuff there. Um, so that's one to check out as well. If you're looking 
again, maybe, you know, for price, like we've talked about, Pop Century, Art of Animation, just because it's on the Skyliner, you're going to be able to take the Skyliner to Epcot and Hollywood Studios very quickly. You're not going to have to wait for buses. So those are good options there. If you're somebody that wants to go to the Magic Kingdom a lot, I think you're basically your only options are the resorts around the Magic Kingdom. Now, I would definitely stay on one of the resorts on the monorail. So either the Polynesian, the Grand Floridian, or the Contemporary. I think Wilderness Lodge, while it is by the Magic Kingdom, it's not on the monorail line. Um, You cannot walk to the Magic Kingdom from it. So the nice thing about uh, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and Contemporary, not only are they on the monorail, but you can walk to the Magic Kingdom from all of them. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously closer to walk from Grand Floridian and Contemporary, but we've done it from the Polynesian. I mean, maybe right. it takes 15 minutes. Yeah, I think it's it was nice like walk. a 20 minute walk because we asked one of the the people working out front, one of the cast members, um, and he who was like, it's like a 20 minute walk. And we're like, yeah, that's okay. We're not in a rush. And I think that was like marathon weekend. We just needed to like stretch out our legs a little bit. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad walk. And it, it's nice to say there, but like from Wilderness Lodge, you cannot walk and there's no monorail. So... You have to take, I think they have the boat and you can probably have a bus. I don't know. Maybe the boat is the only option, but I I would not stay there just because, again, you're taking some form of transportation that's going to be a little bit longer to Magic Kingdom. The other thing is, you know, the nice thing about being on the monorail line is it's pretty quick to get to Epcot because you just hop on the monorail Mm -hmm. to the TTC. The Polynesian, I mean, if you are going to Epcot a lot, you can get to uh, Magic Kingdom from walking or taking the monorail. But the Polynesian is a stone's throw away from the TTC, so and, you don't. And when e- you say TTC, you mean the the transportation and ticketing center. Correct. Correct. Yes. correct. So that's where you uh, get the monorail to Epcot. So if you're staying at one of the other monorail resorts, you have to ride a monorail to the TTC to then take a monorail to Epcot. But if you're staying at the Polynesian. Uh, you can walk in a couple minutes and be right yeah. there and get on the monorail. And depending so. on where, like where you're, um, where you're staying, because there's different like locations around the Polynesian. Like our last, our last day it was mar- like on Marathon Weekend. We were pretty far from the main lodge, but we were really close to the TTC, which worked out kind of nicely. Yeah, we were right there again. It was like mm-hmm. you, you went down a little pathway, and it was like right past the bushes of the Polynesian. Yeah, was was that main center there? So that yeah, was probably like a three minute walk. Yeah, so that that's a great option. So if if Epcot and Magic Kingdom are kind of your top choices, I think the Polynesian's your best one. If it's just Magic Kingdom, I think any of the those hotels on the monorail line are going to do well. Okay, and if you are anything like me and you just want to spend so much time in Animal Kingdom, then Animal Kingdom Lodge is the place to be. It's really your only option because Animal Kingdom is pretty far away from everything else. And also it's so large that there's really nothing else around it. I mean, there's so many benefits to staying in Animal Kingdom Lodge and we've never even stayed there, but that is one of my top resorts that I I want to stay at. Um, So uh, yeah, I think that that is a really good choice. Yeah. I think you know, the other thing with it is if you are a fan of Animal Kingdom and Animal Kingdom's your favorite park, mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom Lodge is just an extension of Animal Kingdom. Right. They have their animals, own, they have yeah, their own savannah. They have their own savannah there that you can see animals and you could get potentially a savannah facing room so you could sit out on a balcony right. and just watch giraffes all day or other animals. So you if, would have a very hard time motivating me to go anywhere or do anything. You know what sounds like a great okay, speaking of a great day. Okay. Okay. Imagine this. We go to Gideon's. 
Okay, I'm I'm all in so far. We go to Gideon's. We just load up on cookies and apparently cake. We learned Becky yeah, told us cake. that the cake is really good. So we we load up on cookies and cake and then we have our savannah facing room and we just sit out on the balcony and we can have our Gideon's cookies and just watch the animals all day. Yeah, that that sounds like a great day. If if you're not going to do a park day, that mm. sounds like a great kind of rest day in between. You know, if you're staying for you know, five or six days. You don't want to do the parks every day and get burned out. That sounds like a great kind of relaxation day. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, but definitely, yeah, I mean, Animal Kingdom Lodge, because it's close to Animal Kingdom, um, but again, just because it's an extension of Animal Kingdom. So if you're somebody that loves Animal Kingdom and, you know, you basically get Animal Kingdom every day, even you know, if you're not in Animal Kingdom every I feel, single day. I feel like we should play a game of how many times can we say Animal Kingdom in a five-minute period. Kingdom, animal Kingdom. <laughs> that should be their slogan, though. Animal Kingdom every single day. So, all right. Now, the last consideration is how much time are you going to spend in the hotel? And, we, and we've talked about uh, some of these hotels and some of the amenities they have. But we'll, we'll, so we may repeat a little bit. But it depends on again if you're not going to stay in the hotels a lot. If you're somebody that is rope drop to fireworks every single day, you're in the parks. You are mm-hmm. not going to take a rest day like we talked about. You're not just going to eat Gideon's cookies all day <laughs> until you uh, pass out uh, in your room. Then. <laughs> I think you just go for price. You find the cheapest yep. option. You go the all-stars. Maybe even you look at some of the Disney Springs hotels that are like the Hiltons or mm-hmm. um, like a Sheraton or you know um, a Marriott Hotel or Hilton or something like that. And if they're cheaper than Disney, stay there. Because again, they have buses that will take you to the And then you're closer to Gideon's. <laughs> I yeah. feel like there's a theme right now. Yeah, you are closer to Gideon's. I'm really missing the Gideon's. I have one Gideon's cookie left in my freezer. You don't want to eat it. And I'm so scared to eat it. That's the real reason you're upset we don't have a trip plan. Because you're like, I can't eat that cookie so until I know I have a trip plan. I'm going back. Like if I said, hey, we're going to go in you know, August. She'll be like, okay, I know I can eat that cookie because in August I'm going to get more. But now you're like... Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to get back. I can't eat that cookie. And the worst part is it's not even the chocolate banana one, the banana bread chocolate chip cookie, because that, I, I last time I was like, oh, no, I think I like the chocolate chip ones better. No, I don't. I'm going to tell you this right now. You better eat it, because no. I might eat it. Uh, uh-uh. It is marked with your name Listen, on it. Listen, if we miss a week or it's like two. A, it's like in the work fridge. You know that you know that something happened. Joe ate my cookie, and this podcast is over. It's like in the work fridge, though. You go and you write your name on it, and then there's like that coworker that's like that just eats your yogurt, and you're like, "Did you eat my yogurt?" And they're just sitting there with yogurt, they're like, "No, that's just gonna be me. I'm gonna have Gideon's cookie. Like chocolate's gonna be all over my face." And you're gonna be like, "Joe, what happened to my Gideon's cookie?" And I'll be like, "I don't know." Don't do it. I won't. I won't eat it. You will I respect. I respect the name on the food. I Thank will you. not eat your cookie. Thank you. I might offer you a little little Thank bite, you. but then again, you don't take little bites. You take that's a lot of cookies. Bites. That's a lot of cookie though. That's not that much. That's cookie. a half pound cookie. That's, I mean, it's like over six months worth of. It's that's one cookie is not going to last me over six months. Okay. Okay, but yeah. So if you could stay, so kind of getting back to staying at the hotels. So we got sidetracked because we said Disney Springs and then you thought of Gideon's again. But looking at some of those hotels, because again, they do have buses, so you will have that free transportation to the park. So they, if they're cheaper, stay at them because who cares what type of amenities you get if you're not going to stay in your hotel very much. Right. And I feel like, you know, since I, I, I am uh, my theme right now is food, as it oftentimes is, 
if you're going to be in your hotel a lot, then you might want to stay at like, say, the Beach and Yacht Club because you have a great pool there that you can take advantage of. And there are really awesome dining options there. For example, Beaches and Cream. Which is which like we, our favorite place. Yeah, it's to go. one of our favorite places to eat at. Um, you have the Yachtsman Steakhouse and Ale and Compass as well. Everything on the boardwalk around you. So it is just a it's an it's a nice atmosphere and you can really ha- spend a lot of time there and enjoy yourself. Yeah, and I would say, you know, with this again, if you're somebody that's going to stay at the hotel, if you're planning to spend a good bit of time there, maybe you have younger children and so you know, we're going to have to come back to the hotel in the afternoon every day and kind of unwind because being at the parks the whole day is going to be too much for them or you're going for a longer time and you're you're building in one or two rest days where you're just going to relax by the pool, you're just going to hang out at the resort. I think you do want to stay at a moderate or a deluxe if you can afford it, knowing they're a little bit more expensive. But at that point, the additional amenities, I feel like, is worth it. Like you mentioned Beach and Yacht Club, the multiple restaurant options. So if you're going to be spending mm-hmm. more time there, you don't, you don't want to just be eating like cafeteria food like you would be at the All-Stars or at like Art of Animation even. Even though Art of Animation has a great pool, that mm-hmm. food's going to get like boring after after a while while. yeah absolutely yeah and speaking of the multiple food options another really great place to stay would be the animal kingdom lodge because as joe mentioned before there are multiple of the top rated restaurants in disney like boma at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. So you have that availability. You have the Savannah that you can go to. And also they have a lot of different pools. So if they have, you know, you one's busy, you can go to another one and you can kind of get away from other people. So it's a really great option, again, if you are wanting to spend a lot of time at your resort. I think if you're okay with animals, I don't even think you have to love animals, but if you are intrigued by animals, I think Animal Kingdom Lodge is probably the best resort you could stay at on property if you're going to spend a significant amount of time at the hotel. Because you're right, you have the Savannah, which is kind of like a mini attraction right there. So there's always something going on. There are a lot of pools, so a lot of options. So it's not like they have bad pools. You know, th- There's no negative there. And again, their lineup of food may be the best lineup at any uh, hotel. So you right. have Sanaa, you have Boma, you have Jico. So those are three great options and they're all super highly rated. People are always recommending them to us. Yeah. And so having all of that and then the, just the decor of Animal Kingdom Lodge is absolutely beautiful. If you've never been in there, one, book one of these restaurants and go eat at one of them. Just explore yeah. the hotel. But look up some pictures. It's absolutely stunning mm-hmm. inside of that it's resort. It's just so different. I mean, it's it's definitely that Disney flavor that we've talked about. We kind of, you know, other people, other Disney people and us included, we've kind of said it's frustrating that Disney kind of seems to be almost like Marriott Marriottizing their their different um their newer resorts and because this one is so it has such a unique flavor it's unlike any other hotel you're going to go to and it seems you know it's that right mixture of like these are it has really great amenities but it also seems like what it's supposed to be like you feel like you might be in Africa like it's just a really awesome place to stay and the restaurants I mean you are generally pretty picky and I like to try different things and both of us can find stuff that we like when we've when we've gone to Sanaa and we've gone to Boma we haven't yet tried Jico yeah so yeah we've done Sanaa and Boma they're both great so I mean we've done two out of three of them um, and they've both been great and you're right we have very different 
food uh, taste. Yeah, and, and it's we like both my enjoy them. it's like my um my dream that Joe and I can order two different dishes that we both really want to try and we can share it. And that has only happened about once in the entirety of our relationship. Yeah. It happened not too long ago. I feel like it's been more than once. I was gonna say maybe like three times. Yeah. So a little more than once though. Yeah, I'd but say. I like trying other people's food and and splitting food. Your mom does it with me, so you know. Thanks to her for that. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, I wish I wish you would, you know, get a better taste in food. There you go. I think <laughs> the other thing, if you are somebody that likes to go on your vacation and run all the time, like Angela, like you wanna you wanna not relax at all and you wanna go work out. Um, we've talked about this, I think a few episodes ago we were talking about like fitness centers at the hotels because the Polynesian does not have one. Correct. Or do they? So dun, dun, dun. researching this, because we talked about this, you're like, oh, the Riviera is great. They have a fitness center. It's the only hotel I've seen with a fitness center. I wonder what other ones have it. Well, I have a list now because looking up this, I was looking at like, okay, which ones do have fitness centers? Because I was going to factor that into my recommendation. Well, it turns out like a lot of them do. <laughs> so basically all your deluxe resorts have fitness centers. So Animal Kingdom Lodge, Beach and Yacht Club. You actually get to race a cheetah at that one, I heard. I do not There's think... There's a cheetah on the treadmill next to you. Not true. Not true. That's... But how cool would hold that on, be, though? On. I just fact-checked it. It is false. <laughs> <laughs> just went on Snopes. That is not true. Um, Beach and Yacht Club, Contemporary, uh, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, and the Riviera. The uh, Coronado Springs, like we mentioned, does have one. So that one's the only moderate that I saw that has it. But the Polynesian does have one it's actually just a grand floridian so <laughs> i saw that you can actually for staying at the polynesian you can walk to the grand floridian which is about a five minute walk it's a little bit longer now that they're building that new tower you mm -hmm. kind of have to go around um it's a little bit longer but you can go to the grand floridian can hop on the monorail but again if you're going to work out don't take the monorail just walk <laughs> get the extra exercise so so we learned something new Next time we stay at the Polynesian, you can go to the Grand Floridian. But I bet once that new tower is built, there's probably going to be a fitness center in there. Yeah, I'm sure they'll add one in there. And then that way the Polynesian will have their own. Because it, it really does seem like most of these are all DVC or like something like Coronado Springs. They have they built a tower there. They built a new tower. And I think that's where the fitness center is. So any place that they're putting these towers kind of seems to have them. Um, so yeah, I have to imagine the Polynesian will get one. So that was a fun thing we learned. You learn something new. Even when you host a Disney podcast, there's things about Disney you don't know. There's so many layers. Yeah. So I found out where all the fitness centers are and the Polynesian actually does have one. So as many times as we've been saying the Poly doesn't have one, it was just at the Grand Floridian the whole time. Yeah. Well, hey, listen, it's that's the thing about Disney is the more you kind of dig into some of these things, like my friend Jennifer loves Star Wars and I've been checking, like doing more with Star Wars lately. And the more I dig in, the more I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so many layers to this. I'm loving it. So like, you know, I, I, I think that it's so hard to know it all. Like, I don't even know if Bob, Bob Iger knows it all. I mean, he probably does, but I don't know. Maybe he doesn't. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. He probably doesn't know everything uh, about what's going on. But yeah, it's it's definitely uh, there's a lot to learn. And I think that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do an episode like this, because, again, it is difficult to kind of keep track of what are all the different options at the hotels. And, and sometimes it's overwhelming to have 
20 plus resort options when you're going down. Yeah. It's like, am I going to make the right decision here? Am I going to make the wrong decision and regret it? So I think that's you know one of the reasons why we wanted to do this of break it down. Well, what's most important to you? Is it location? Is it price? How long are you going to stay at the hotels? And here are some options. Now, again, there's many other options in all of these categories right. that we didn't talk about. And, you know, we have not stayed at all of the hotels we mentioned. We have stayed at a lot of them, though. And so I think we can we can speak from some experience. Yeah, we've, we've either stayed there or we've spent some time there because exactly. there are restaurants that we enjoy right. going to right. or things like that. Right. So, you know, I think we can talk from some experience. But again, there's other options that we haven't talked about because maybe we're not as familiar with them. Or, again, it just researching them doesn't seem like maybe they have the amenities that some of the other ones do. So at the end of the day... You can't really go wrong. I mean, don't stress out about it too much, but hopefully this helps you on your next trip kind of pick, okay, I can at least narrow it down to maybe a few options now and, and, and just kind of help you feel a little bit more comfortable and not have that overwhelming dread of like, am I making the right decision here? Right. And I, I like what you said, though. I mean, you can't really make the wrong decision. You know, make make a decision and just and be happy about it. But I think that, you know, the purpose of this was obviously just to try to help you to find, you know, a little wayfinding here. We're, a little, we're like your Moana. Think of us as your personal Moanas. All right. Well, that wraps up the show for this week. I want to thank everybody again for listening. If you've not done so, please leave us a rating or a review. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It really helps and we really appreciate it. Thanks for letting us your ears. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you here next Monday. Bye-bye.